Morning everyone, welcome to this Friday and this third part of this little mini-series we're doing of the seasons in between, following God when things don't feel 100% clear and we've spoken about the last two sessions how we live in a world that's very outcomes-based and even with work nowadays, outcomes-based work or, or um, you know, just tell me what you need me to achieve and I will do whatever it takes to get there, but I'll choose my own way. And how God's working with us is so, uh, it's sort of at odds with it or so different to that. But God says, I will work out what the destination is. I want you to walk faithfully with me up to that thing. And so this daily walking with God, submitting, um, being changed by his word, being transformed, is so different because we're always like, what does it look like at the end? It's exactly how the enemy um, tempted Adam and Eve in the garden where he was like, God just scared you, you, you're going to be like him if you eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And God's intent was always that Adam would know what good and evil was, but he wanted to walk them on that journey of teaching them as a father would teach his children, right? It was his intention. And the enemy offered the shortcut. He was like, the method, God's just trying to keep it from you. I'll give you a shortcut to the end. And we so often fall into that trap. And so when we don't know what the stated outcome is for a season, our world can feel like it falls apart. Um, as we spoke about a little bit on Sunday. So what, we, what we're doing here in uh, this little mini-series is how do we walk from here to there? How do we stay on these almost rails of God's truth? And so it's a wonderful text in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22. It says, And God placed all things under Jesus' feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. And I sometimes feel like, I don't know if you like this at all, when I can't see and I'm, and I'm not 100% clear on what the future holds and I'm feeling a little bit like things are a bit gray and I'm a little bit in between, that there's like I'm under opposition. I feel like I'm under attack. I feel like things are coming against me. And when I look at that, I'm asking myself, um, where is the enemy and how do I take that enemy on? I'm looking for an enemy to try and win against. And this text deals with that kind of thinking so clearly, which is, which is really, really helpful. Because we can end up getting into um, spiritual fights or even physical altercations on things that are irrelevant and aren't, we aren't meant to be fighting on. Because we've lost sight of who God is. We spoke last week, or we spoke on Monday about um, and, uh, as we grow in our knowledge of God, we begin to participate in the divine nature. And this is very interesting. So the first part here, um, Paul writing to the Ephesian church says, God placed all things under Jesus' feet. So everything is subject to Jesus. It says all things are under Jesus' feet. Listen to this. And appointed him to be head over everything for the church. And so the picture is this. God has appointed Jesus to be head over everything for the church. He's meant to be the one who is over all things for the church. And everything, not just in the church, but in the world and creation in the universe, has been placed under Jesus' feet. It goes on to say, talking about the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. So just in case we forgot that Jesus fills everything in every way, he's everywhere and everything is under his feet. And it's a very helpful understanding, this, friends, because when Jesus is at the head of whatever we are doing, everything that we are struggling with is under his feet. But when Jesus is not at the head, 
whatever we are struggling with, right? We don't get to walk or experience the truth or the reality of those things being under his feet. We are constantly fighting to put those things under our own feet. And this is, this is a profound truth because when I look at practically, what I'm saying is that Jesus is the head over my finance, that Jesus is in control, that what his word says, I'm obedient to it. I believe in tithing. I believe in being generous. I believe in saving. I believe in having kingdom priorities around how I spend my money. When I get those things right, then everything else in the world is under Jesus' feet with regards to my finance. Everything else has to come into line with him. He's the one who, who is in control. When it comes to my relationships, if my relationships are godly and Jesus is king of my relationships and I'm, my relationships are in line with God's word in my marriages and my friendships and whatever it is, if they are, if, if I have placed and brought them under Jesus as, as the head, then everything in those relationships is under his feet and I have access to his divine power and all those things that flow through it. And it's incredibly important to understand that, friends, because I can't go, I'm the head over this thing and expect it to be under Jesus' feet. It doesn't work like that. If I'm going to be the head of it, then, it's, then I'm going to be constantly fighting for this thing to be under my own feet. And I'm going to be at war with these things and fighting with these things. And so the answer so often is not for me to try and force these things under my own feet and try and be the strong person, but rather to come and surrender them to Jesus and say, Lord, you be the head of this thing, whatever it is. Um, so I spoke about relationships, finance, decision-making, um, my, my, my thought life, all those kind of things. So often we are wrestling. And and I do understand that at times when we feel guilty and we feel we're at war, it's almost like we want to bring home the head of the enemy to our father to say, look what we did, we won. But friends, time and time again, when you look through scripture, God hasn't called us to prove to him how strong we are, prove to him how faithful, none of that. God wants us to come and submit to him and go, Lord, you are the head over this thing. Your word. If I line your word up with what this says, then um, or if I bring these things under your word and what you say is true and what you, you have built into the universe, then all of these things will submit to who you are. And that's an incredible truth because as I look at my future, I can begin to worry and take it into my own hands. And then I'm trying to submit my future. And I'm trying to work out what it looks like. But if I'm like, Lord, you are the king over the future for the church. You are the Lord over everything to do with the church. And so when it comes to future that I can't 100% see, absolutely fine. Because you're in control, I know that it's under your feet, which means that it's in control. It means that it's, it's not free to cause havoc. It's not free to hurt the church. That people are going to see you, Lord, and see that you're in control. And I'm, I'm trusting more and more for that, friends, that... God opens my eyes to see in my life. I mean, this is my devotional with you. That God opens my eyes to see what He is saying and where He is King and where He is Lord over all and where I've taken it back. And that I'm trusting that I'm going to bring more and more of my life as I grow in Him. I want Him to be head over everything for the ch I am the church, you the church. I want Him to be the head over everything in my life. And in that way, have everything under His feet. Anyway, it's a little bit rambly, but... That's a profound truth and um, hope it blesses you guys. Can't wait to see you on Monday.